Hello and welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode 241. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside two fresh crash. I still crash. I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. I just clicked yeah. a different link and it messed up again. We're gonna go with this yeah. one though. We're gonna go with okay. this one though. All right. Okay. So keep All going. Right. How okay. are you? I'm doing good. I'm solid. You know. Can uh. I fixed. I fixed. I fixed the the 21. Uh, 24. Uh, for 241. Are you happy? Yeah. To anybody who doesn't understand that, good. Well. You don't need to. If you didn't understand it, you weren't live in twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Where you can get this show early, though, is on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Of course. You can find us on all podcast services, except SoundCloud. Um, and, uh, of course, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Xbox and me. I'm all over the place today, Crash. I gotta be honest. I'm all over the place. I'm a bit. You're gonna say MC Fixer. Yeah, I usually say, but I've decided to not confuse the message anymore. Got it. Just my Xbox and me. You want the video version? Go to my Xbox and me. Okay. Myxboxandme.com. It's on there. It's on the front page. You can see it right there. Or YouTube.com/slash my Xbox and me. All right. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear that. What you been up to? How you been? Uh, I had a very bad. Stomach ache yesterday. It felt more like a stomach virus, so it was horrible. It's not COVID. Like was dying. Not COVID, right? Not COVID. Okay. I don't. I don't think COVID has any stomach-related issues, as far as I know. I actually don't know. I assume no. I assume it doesn't. But yeah. No taste. Swelling of the feet. Those are symptoms. But I don't think anything. Swelling of the feet really a symptom? Apparently so. Apparently so. Interesting. It's what Facebook told me. Facebook says a lot of stuff. I'm joking. It's not Facebook. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel, uh, Chris. I'm at the, I'm at the point where I'm I'm done with this. I'm done with this whole uh, this COVID stuff. I'm done with it. Yeah. And we, yeah. but I'm at I'm, I'm in this really weird point, right? Where okay. Obviously, I'm done with it. I've got to go shut my window. I have to shut my window because there's this little girl outside, yeah, and oh, she yeah. is. I know you don't hear her, but I can hear her. She's in my head. <laughs> And she's screaming and she's shouting and she's having a good time out there, clearly playing. Like some, I went out there the other day, there was just chalk everywhere. I'm like, good for you, little girl. That's her. That's fun. I know, I know. But I've got to shut my window, but I'll get through this message first. I'm just done with it. Like the government's setting things to go back to normal in England. Death rates are, I don't know what is considered high anymore, Crash. Yeah, I'm, I'm lost. Like I'm lost because people die every day, as we all yeah. know. Like that's a that's a part of life. When there's <laughs> you, when you come into this world, you're on, you're you're on your journey to death. That is that is life, unfortunately. No, this no, is... no. <laughs> unfortunately, that's not what my mom told me. <laughs> unfortunately, that is. I just that... to go stay at a farm. Oh, okay, of course, of course. But I'm not at this point where obviously the death rates are coming down. People yeah. are getting more reckless out there. And I'm like, am I obviously Haley works as a teacher, as most people know. So she's yeah. very, very, very concerned about all going back to work and stuff like that. Because she's gonna be around a bunch of kids. And there's no social distancing with kids and yada yada yada. And I'm I'm at this point where I'm like, am I just getting too loose? Am I becoming like everybody else where I'm like, oh it's fine. Oh yeah. it's fine. No, no no. Like, but am I am I the problem? I feel like I'm the problem. Yeah, so I, I was kind of having this thought the other day as well, where I was like, it's not that bad, it's not that bad. And I was like, oh, this is what, like, everybody's, like, when you go places and you see everybody going to the beach, and I'm like, I call them stupid all the time, that's what I'm doing right now. Granted, I'm not going to the beach or anything like that, but I am sort of, like, 
uh, a domino effect of one thing falling down that leads to another and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's kind of, I'm just sort of there like, uh, am I, am I, have I bought into the media of all this where they've scared me into staying indoors for the last two months or was it worse? And it's not like we've built the thing is over here, like we've built hospitals, like big, big hospitals mm-hmm. and those hospitals have not even been used. So it's like, mm. did we beat the curve? I, I know this is not but, a COVID podcast. I understand we're an Xbox podcast, yeah. but we're just talking about life for a second. I don't know. I just feel a bit weird. But it's also they need equipment. Would those hospitals have equipment for to deal with it? Yeah, they've got. That's what that's what they oh, were okay. built for. So I'm, I don't know, man. I'm, is there going to be a second wave? And uh, I don't know. I just feel, definitely. I I feel like it's one of those things like. A lot in the past with like the bubonic plague and all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's been like horrible, 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 right? I I do feel like we live in a different time. Medicine gets distributed faster. People get treated faster, and all that. Yeah. So I don't think it'll ever be like that horrible. It's not going to be the Spanish like, flu out here. Yeah, but I do feel like oh, it if we relax on it, we sort of like forget about it. It will get pretty bad. But then again, I'm not a scientist. I have absolutely no clue what I'm talking about. We just run a dumb Xbox podcast like we're doing right now. We just say words. We just, we just, we just talk, you know. Words. Topic of the show this week. Let's get to some video games. Minecraft Dungeons is upon us, Crash. A game yes. that I was super excited for. I yes. was super... When it got shown at E3, we all know I'm a Minecraft lover. I love Minecraft. Yeah. And I was, was super... It was my game of the show. It was. I have beat it. I wasn't given a code by Microsoft. Thanks for nothing, Microsoft. God damn it. We were number eight on that Xbox list. You didn't give us a code? God. And then, you got to talk to the other people and see if someone below you got it. Can I be honest? I think the person I reached out to for a code was the wrong person to reach out to. I think that's all that happened. Mm, got it, got it, got it. There's not like a formula to this. This video game journalism stuff. And influencer stuff, you know? There's not like, here's the email for that person. Just go and email them. No, it's all hidden. It's all black behind back doors and, and then, stuff. You could even email the right person. They could be in a bad mood and be like, no, you're not getting it. That's happened to me many a time. Many a time. Yeah. I've been promised Resident Evil. Like, I've, been, yeah, sure. I've been promised Resident Evil many a time. Many a time. <laughs> Never got one, though. Um, but let's do the ra- uh, the roundup of the reviews. You've got IGN that gave it a 7. Game Informer gave it a 7. Destructoid gave it an 8. Games Radar gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, PC Gamer gave it a 7. Windows Central a 4.5 uh, out of 5. Uh, Cog Connected gave it a 75 out of 100. Press Start a, 70, uh, a 7.5. Uh, Game Blog, which is a French uh, outlet, gave it a 7. And Every Eye.it, which is an Italian outlet, gave it an 8.5 out of 10. How far in are you on your journey in um, Minecraft Dungeons? I'm like three or four missions from the end. Okay. So, I feel like we're in this weird place, right? With Minecraft. I'm in this weird place anyway with Minecraft Dungeons where I have beaten its main campaign. Apart from, yeah. the, apart from the last boss. Um, which, I got all the way to the end boss. So I just haven't seen that last, that tiny last bit. Just because of I've been playing Call of Duty. been super addicted. But, I get what it is. And, and you've yeah. played it. You get what it is. We played together. Me, you, uh, Stead, and Dan Oni. Shout out to them. What do, what's, your initial, what's your initial thoughts on the game? What do you think of it? Because it's, it's sort of everywhere with some people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Yeah. Some people think it's a filthy, filthy casual game. Some people think it's perfect it for is. what it is. So what is it? It is very casual. It's okay. It's not horrible. It's not amazing. It's it's okay. I'll play it with friends to like, oh, 
we're doing bad in Warzone, we're doing bad in Apex, whatever it is. Let's just play something to just like relax a little bit. I'll play this. I have no no problems against it. I do think that there's some issues with the game that I don't like. Like um, such as rolling it, you're not incentivized to ever roll in the game. Okay. After you roll, roll you slow down. The only time you should roll is against creepers when you're in the blast radius. After you roll, you slow down. You can't throw roll through uh projectiles so like if i'm getting shot with a bunch of guys with arrows and i want to get close i just have to use the arrows i can't even roll in and do melee or use a close range artifact or anything like that which i kind of had problems with when i was playing solo because there was a lot of areas with a lot of people just shooting arrows and it's like i have no way to get close to you so i just end up staying back waiting for cooldown timers which isn't fun or enjoyable yeah we've got a quote here from the one and only dan only crush uh in twitch.tv slash mc fix and it says i've never been on my i've never been i've never been interested in quote minecraft but man this game is fun i feel like this sums up from a casual yeah. audience who don't care about minecraft i feel like that's the consensus right which is I don't care about Minecraft, I don't care about building, yeah. but I do like dungeon crawlers. What is this? You jump in, you play it, it is very much Minecraft in the sense of its characters, its world, its blockiness, um, yeah. its weapons, all of that. It's Minecraft. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun with not that much depth, which yeah, I personally is... think is okay. Yeah, I mean, the game, like, if the game keeps going on, like over time, if people do want more type to it, there is a possibility for them to add that. This isn't, they already have DLC and stuff like that planned. So it's yeah. clear that they're not sort of just giving up on the game after this time. So if that is what people want, I'm sure they'll add it. But I think this is great for what it is. It's meant for kids. You have to remember, it is Minecraft. Minecraft is a kid's game, yep. whether we like it or not. So me talking about the rolling, that's not something a kid's going to understand no. or really care about. They don't care about that at all. That, that's so like i think this game is perfect for what it was supposed to be yeah I, maybe I, not perfect but no i i actually do think i don't i don't think by saying i think it's perfect for what it's supposed to be i think if i was scoring it which i don't have to because i didn't i'm not reviewing it for my xbox and me.com super killer bonnie is um i'd probably give it a seven i think that's where i'd be as well which is yeah. what it sets out to do is create a fun enjoyable time with your friends in a dungeon crawler in the minecraft world it does that to a T. Yeah. Like you there's there's no way you can say it doesn't do that. The we played it for seven hours straight, I believe, to get all the way to the end boss. So we we went through all that content in seven hours. Um I do think it's a little bit light, but I think what they're hoping for is you're gonna re you're gonna replay the game, obviously. Um yeah. So you're going to be grinding for gear and stuff like that, which is the whole point of a dungeon crawler. That is why you play it, is to, to get the best build and to be grinding that gear. All of that is there. And the levels are procedurally generated, if I'm not mistaken. To, in a sense. In a yeah. sense, yeah. that's Because yeah, they yeah. all still follow the same formula, but it does feel like the game will mess with that formula a little bit. Yeah. Up a bit. It's, yeah. it's fun enough. And I think that's where I'm at. It, it's fun enough it's enjoyable enough it's it doesn't go to that next level of yeah of oh my god this game is gonna change the world or oh my god there's this this moment or that moment i don't think it ever has that yeah i don't think it has that moment which i was yeah. hoping for like even the big bosses in the game which no spoilers but you can see them come in you understand them if you've ever played minecraft you know what they are and stuff like that yeah. so it's like okay cool 
but that's it. Like, there's not there's not a moment. I can't say there's one moment throughout this whole game that I was like, oh my god, this happened. Like, no, it's yeah. They got... they don't mess around with like what something is because I remember the first time I fought in Enderman. Yeah, and Enderman will literally just disappear, reappear, and hit you. And yeah. like, I feel like they could have done more with the Enderman and made it like a interesting boss fight that exists in Minecraft dungeons that does stuff you wouldn't see in regular Minecraft. And I'd be fine with that in this game. I understand what they were going for. It is Minecraft but a dungeon crawler yeah understand that it does that great it does that it does a good job at doing that right what is the price point on this do you know it's twenty dollars so okay probably about 20 pound maybe 15 to 16 depends on how they priced it i don't think it's bad for its price no honestly i I generally don't i think we i played it on game pass you played it on game pass just to be very clear as well we all played it on pc and not xbox uh console Oh, you play on both. I played a few missions on the Xbox. Okay, what's it like on Xbox as with a controller? Um, it. I think the game plays better on a controller. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't think the game plays better on a mouse and keyboard. Mm, that's very interesting. Yeah. Well, why? Uh, so you can, you have your roll set to right stick, and in this game in particular, so like on a controller, if you put your right stick towards the right, you'll roll right no matter what way you're looking. Okay. But on PC, it has this really weird thing of like you roll the way that you're looking. So yeah. if your character doesn't fully turn around, you're going to roll into the direction you're looking, which I found myself on PC doing that a few times. On Xbox, that wouldn't be an issue at all because you roll with the right stick. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know really what else to add. Like, like I say, if you are someone listening and you want to know if you should play this game, I think it's worth your time. Like I say, if you just want to play the base game, which is here, without grinding through for gear and stuff like that, it's a seven-hour experience that you and three friends can get together and play, and you will have fun with it, honestly. Don't go into it expecting, like, a Diablo-type game. No, and that's... No, exactly, I agree. Because you won't get all that depth, you won't get um, that many. Like, they have different items, but all the items are, like, the same. You'll see the rolls on the bottom for what you can go for, and even that doesn't lock you in, like, this is the roll you got, this is what the weapon is. It's like, no, here's three choices in this slot, and three choices in this slot. It's it's very forgiving in a lot of ways. Well, it's Baby's first dungeon crawler. That's what it is. Like, for a lack of a better term, and I don't think, I don't, I personally don't think that's a negative. I I think that's a positive. It's we need these type of games, these entry-level games for people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I mean, this is... I said to Hayley, I think you'll enjoy this. And she's like, oh, cool, but I don't really like grinding for gears. Like, but you don't have to. Like, you're just going to play it like a basic game. Like, oh, this is better than this. There's no there's no too much thought into it. You Obviously, you've got your yeah. enchantments and stuff like that, uh, which I'm sure as you go on will unlock more and more and more and more. Yeah. But from the start, it's a casual entry-level game, which is perfect for anybody. It can be played yeah. on, on most platforms. I'm guaranteed this comes to Switch at some point. If it's not already on Switch, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's it, it's that it's that level. It's that Pokemon's baby's first RPG, Minecraft Dungeons is baby's first dungeon crawler. Um and then that then I feel like Microsoft are doing this on purpose though. Where it's like they want to mm. get that new generation of gamer going. And to do that, it's like, Mom, I want let me get Game Pass so I can play this game. And to try and get that out there, it's it's it's, it's interesting. It really is, is interesting. But yeah. are you finished talking about this? Because I want to open the conversation up to something else. Go for it. So my problem with Minecraft Dungeons isn't so much its game itself. It's 
the way Microsoft are now, it seems to be the way Microsoft are now maneuvering with their first party games. Which is, we've now had Minecraft Dungeons, we've had Bleeding Edge, we've had so mm-hmm. two games that, Minecraft Dungeons I think is good for what it is, Bleeding Edge was, it seemed like a, a, a not a demo, but sort of like a tech, like, hey, we want to make this, but it's a little team, and we need more content in Game Pass, so here it is, and it sort of got put out there, and then we don't know how it's doing. It's, we're not we're not hearing about it the same way we heard about CFEs, whether it was good or bad, right? CFEs, yeah. at least it had, like, we played it, we didn't like it. Some people were playing it and loving it. I don't hear anything about Bleeding Edge. Anything. Yeah. Um, To their defense with Bleeding Edge, that was in production before they bought Ninja Theory, no? True, I believe so. So that could just be a case at least of in the concept phase. At least in the concept yeah. phase. Yeah. So they've put enough work into this where we'll let them like finish it off. Maybe that was one of Ninja Theory's things. Like we want to finish this game, and they're like, "Cool, we won't stop you from finishing it." You know, you guys do your thing. You know, hmm. um, with Minecraft Dungeons, this very much feels like the game they set out to make. I don't think that it necessarily being on Game Pass affects it. Uh, although I do get what you're saying. It does feel like, hey, maybe they did skewer it. I think we'll need them to release a few more first-party games. This is in a sense for us to really. Which is the question? That. This is the real question I wanted to ask you, which was like, I or maybe not even a question, really, just more my thought process, which was like, I hope Microsoft are not going to go this route with their games. Keep going because I'm looking down the line, right, and I'm seeing Everwild, yeah. I'm seeing uh, Grounded, and then obviously yeah. I know we've got Halo, we've had Gears Tactics, mm-hmm. like, oh, is it going to be a mixture between? double a feeling games obviously they've picked up uh double fine which we would yeah. we would say was a double a double a studio right they make smaller titles which i think will, will be good for xbox because they're going to be putting more content out but i'm worried crash i am i'm really really worried and maybe i'm just apprehensive before this uh july event yeah maybe once I, this I, july event happens we'll know everything yeah i think it's important like a lot of times we'll talk about like Sony and their first party exclusives and you talk about the uh, God of War and all those, but then you also forget Sony also releases games like Concrete Jungle. They do release these Genie. sort of same type of Concrete games. Genie. Concrete Jungle. Genie, not Concrete Jungle. <laughs> uh, they do release those uh, type of games. So maybe this is like Microsoft's like uh, attempt at that sort of like broadening their, their content, their portfolio so that there are more games that feature to everybody. Because like, my uh minecraft dungeons isn't meant for us um bleeding edge that's a failure that's like we think i don't want to say failure we think we, think, we don't know we don't know yeah. yeah it's we also don't know numbers of how many people are playing it. maybe people just aren't talking about it yeah there what? are a ton of people playing it uh-huh um so it's one of those where like to really judge microsoft on this is it's difficult because a we haven't seen all the games they're producing for this and b even if they start producing games solely for the purpose of it being a Game Pass game, is that going to be successful and help Microsoft do other stuff and Xbox in turn do other stuff? Would that be a compromise that you'd be willing for, right? I think the reason I allow PlayStation to have misses with like Concrete Genie, uh, Genie, which for me, not, not, I don't think it was a miss. Like I watched some gameplay of it. I've not played it myself, yeah. but like it, it obviously isn't God of War. But like you just said, I yeah. think it's more expanding their portfolio of games. But I think the reason why I'm okay with PlayStation doing it, okay, like it matters what I think, but you understand what I'm trying to say yeah. here, yeah. Um, is because they do have Horizon Zero Dawn, because they do have God of War, because they do have Last of Us, because they do have... When I look at Xbox's side of things, I'm like, they need to be building out 
Halo Infinite, Gears, yeah. Gears of War. Um, obviously, they've got Falls up, but you don't, like they need those staple titles before I think I'm willing to give them the the benefit of the doubt on some of these other projects. Which again, I'm not saying that Minecraft Dungeons is one of them, but I just see it as a a trend of like smaller title games to feed us while they're waiting yeah. for these big titles. But I think, are, uh, is there going to be enough of these big titles coming? Or yeah. is it going to be double fine? Is just working on a is working on what are they working on? Oh my god, I forgot the name of the game they're working on. Um, Psychonauts. Psychonauts two, thank you. Um, yeah. Is it just going to be they're working on Psychonauts two? That's a double A game. It comes out. It's in Game Pass. Here you go, and they'll just keep churning out those type of games to keep feeding us content while the next while Turn Ten's working on the next Falls are or the Correlations working on the next Gears while Three Four Three are working on the next Halo while we go on in exile we're working on whatever they're working on like the initiative blah 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 blah. just keep it going like is it going to be a case of they've scooped up these studios and we need to expect smaller titles to be going in or are they all going to be of that triple a caliber i don't know yeah i i mean i think one important thing is that it's easier to put out or it's quicker to put out a game like minecraft dungeons and bleeding edge and those than it is those bigger triple a games that really is a time will tell right who knows like you, you we have to give it time for that and that probably won't even be right away when the series x launches it'll probably be a year or two into that maybe three mm-hmm. until we get like a real good scope of like how things are going for the studios yeah it's, it's just it just brings up an interesting question i do think and i think it's something we'll revisit a lot through the next generation of games yeah well i mean game pass changes the dynamic of what microsoft's trying to do right yeah 100 so maybe those big games well you might be like oh they get more attention they get more tens out of tens eights or whatever in reviews mm-hmm. but maybe they don't as a whole for microsoft maybe they don't pull in as much money even like straight up sales comparing it to like how much these other games keep people see thieves see thieves is still still bringing people in daily still microtransactions yeah. like whatever it is like it's still i don't think it has microtransactions but you know what i'm trying to say here which is like yeah if you've got a double A game that doesn't review well, Sea of Thieves, I don't even. I don't know if I'd say Sea of Thieves even double A. It was when it launched. I think it, mm. it, it definitely. I I need to go back and play Sea of Thieves. I need to go back and play Sea of Thieves again. I feel like it's okay. been enough time where I need to go back and see what this game is again. It does have microtransactions. It does. Cool. That makes sense. I, I I remember them saying it would have at some point, so that makes yeah. perfect sense. I don't know. Just uh, Minecraft Dungeons. If you want, if you want it, if you feel like you're, it's perfect for a father and son or a mother and uh, daughter or mother and dad, dad and daughter, whatever. It's first perfect for the family. If you want to play together, that game is perfect, yeah. perfect for that, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Crash, what's been in your box this week, my friend? What you've been playing other than Minecraft Dungeons? Um. Pretty sure the only thing I've played is Minecraft. Oh, I went back and started playing a little bit of Killer Instinct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this is something we actually didn't talk about, which I do think is an interesting point. Um, Evo is no longer in person, which yeah. Evo is the big fighting they're doing, the, that they're doing every it on, year. online this year, right? Doing it online, so doing they took out a whole bunch of games with bad netcode. Smash isn't there, F you, Smash. This is Microsoft. We don't like you guys, right? <laughs> um, but Killer Instinct is going to be there because Killer Instinct has notoriously good netcode. Like, okay. It's online. very, very good. And so a bunch of people are going back to Killer Instinct. It's getting a bunch uh, talked about a bunch. So it'll be interesting if sort of the success 
that it has here makes Microsoft do anything with Killer Instinct. Because if you guys don't know, every year we watch E3, I make a prediction, Microsoft's going to announce Killer Instinct. Probably do it until we get a Killer Instinct again. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's a really it's it's a really solid fighting game. It's probably my favorite fighting game ever, to be honest. Damn. Like I, I really, really like it. I think it's really good. Um but yeah, I've been playing that. I forgot about Killer Instinct. Again, that's a game that I just yeah. I it's it's a Xbox first party title, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's it's or yeah. definitely exclusive. I don't know if uh, the studio that worked I don't know the studio that worked on it actually. Who works who works on Killer Instinct? Um uh, Let's have a look. Iron look Galaxies is working on it right now. I forgot who worked on it. Because it switched studio hands a few times. Yeah, so yeah. Because um, Amazon bought the original studio that worked on it, and I think Iron Gla- Galaxies is working on it now. So what they've got down here is obviously Rare, Iron Galaxy, uh, Double Hex Games, Midway Games, Xbox Game Studios, Ulmer play the game, which I assume the main dev on that is Iron Galaxy? I'm pretty sure it's Iron Galaxy now. A Double Hex, I think, was the team that worked on it before got bought by amazon game studios i might be wrong by that but i'm pretty sure they're the ones that got bought by amazon um yep you're correct amazon were integrated in double hex was acquired by amazon and integrated into amazon game studios in february 2014 yeah. so you're 100 yeah. right on that yeah huh. yeah i mean killer instinct it, when you sit back and look at xbox's point of view uh, uh portfolio of games right mm-hmm. i think they have a much ro- more robust robust portfolio than playstation when it comes to genre and stuff like that Mm. like i'd say they have the best one of one of the best third person um cover base shooters gears yeah people people sleep on gears people sleep on gears i don't know why i don't know what gears did to deserve to for people to sleep on it as much as they did but people sleep on gears of war for some reason i don't know why it is up there in my opinion just as good as a Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Like, people sleep on Gears. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, I think they've got one of the best third-person cover-based shooters. They have one of the best first-person shooters in Halo. Even if you don't like the yeah. story and stuff. Yeah, like, no, I, no, I don't, I don't right, care about right. Halo. Like, what... Mechanically, Halo 5 is really good. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Halo. They've got the best driving game out there. In arcade style and in simulation, in Forza Horizon yeah. and Forza Motorsport, you obviously love Killer Instinct, so they've got a very good um, fighting game in their portfolio. Yep. That hasn't gotten support though in a few years. So, but my but, yeah, but my yeah. point is, is they yeah. have the IP right, which is like if they come back, and that's before we Killer Instinct was a launch Xbox One game. Which yeah. launched in this weird place where it's it's free to play, but it's not free to play. You can buy characters, and it was in that weird place, that early stages of Microsoft, right? Yeah. So imagine that game comes out and it's just in Game Pass. Yeah. No. That's, that could have a big influx of players. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. No, no. I think it being on Game Pass and how, especially, we see the numbers for Game Pass is like, yeah, no, that could have a really big. Uh, player base like I, a really I, huge player base just from a casual point of view as well like it's just like me like me and you obviously you are into fighting games i am not into fighting games i would download it just to be like oh obviously let's have a fight i'm gonna get i'm gonna get destroyed i might beat you one round and be like ah, ha, ha, i beat you one yeah. round and then run off but that's about it yeah. like <laughs> like right. it's just it's interesting when you sit back and think about it like this was all before we've got the 14 shooters they have now yeah 
It's like, yeah. like PlayStation, PlayStation have the best story-driven games. I would say single-player, third-person, action-adventure, story-driven games. I think PlayStation have that, right? That's something yeah. that Microsoft are missing in their portfolio. Yeah. But other than that, like, I think they get slept but on a lot, man. I think the problem is, like, a lot of these things we talked about, like a fighting game. Fighting games, as big as they are, are also very niche, right? Yeah. Racing games, as big as they are, are also very niche. These big narrative story-driven games, they're not really that niche. Not People niche. can get behind a story, even if they don't love that type of game. Yeah. Just because the story is that good. Right? Well, you say that. I'm playing Last of Us to remastered again on the PS4. Uh, started streaming it yesterday, played a couple of hours. God, that game controls awfully. It's its control scheme is awful. Like, right trigger to reload, action button on wire, sprint R1. It's so weird when you're playing i'm like oh this feels awful so i'm interested i'm interested to see do, are we just going to give it a pass when it comes what? last of us 2 if it's the same control scheme i do we just give I that don't a know. pass it's it's funny cuz i was replaying uh uh i was playing games with ben and we decided to load up Splinter cell conviction so oh. like, we haven't played this again we haven't played this in forever <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> We were playing Apex, we were getting our ass handed to us, we wanted to switch yeah. to Warzone, Warzone had the huge update, Smite had an update, there was yeah. like, okay, there's nothing, let's just load up, uh, Conviction. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I'm playing it, I'm like, oh man, I, I, I love this game, I've talked about how much I like Conviction yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot, and as I'm playing I'm like, these controls are really bad, yeah. they're like, really, really bad, um, to the point where like i'm like i don't know if i could say like if i were to play this game today i don't know if i could say it's a good game because it controls really poorly so it'll be interesting um it's interesting it, with Last of Us, Phil, Phil, that up. phil's in that chat and he says you get used to it it's like that's not that's that's not an excuse that doesn't mean it's You're, good it's, you can't you get used to it it's not like an excuse for having bad controls just because you get used to something doesn't mean that's okay like yeah i'm used to pinging most games don't have pinging a yeah. lot of games don't have pinging I hate Every it. game should have pinging. Last of Us 2, if it doesn't have pinging, zero out of ten. I can't say Who I agree. Or are you pinging to myself? I can't say I agree. I can't say I agree. Um, what else? Yeah, we saw, I sort of drift the conversation away from what we're talking about, but still, good conversation nonetheless. Yeah. And if it else, yeah. you've been playing? Uh, no, I think that's... Metal uh, Gear? That's about it. Oh, I did play some Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stopped? Uh, or you're not playing no game. more? I stopped. Oh, okay. I, I don't care about the game story. I just was playing it because i wanted to play a stealth game and i had my fun in it um but yeah that game i forgot how well a lot of like the game design choices in terms of the open world and how you can interact with it are yeah. fair enough fair enough um so yeah i don't think i've been playing anything but one game crash just call of duty warzone man it's got its teeth in me been playing a lot yeah i'm getting better but i just need a better squad mm-hmm. you know i need duos mm-hmm. i need duos because I'm not good enough on my own to win solos. I keep getting, I can get to the top 10. I'm getting around, I'd say I'm getting around 7 to 10 kills a game, Mm-mm. which I think is decent, yeah? But Jeffrey just keeps holding me back. He sucks, man. <laughs> he sucks. I know he's in chat yeah, right okay. now, but he sucks, man. Jeffrey, we can't trust him. We gotta oh, drop Jeffrey him. Does. Okay, first of all, I'm. You know what? I'd normally like bagging on Jeffrey. Sure, I'll join <laughs> in, but I can't right now, bro. You know how ridiculous it is to play. Sorry, I knocked my mic. How ridiculous it is to play Call of Duty uh, on a high ping. What's your point? It sucks. It is horrible. Okay. 
So you know what needs to happen? Uh, you need to move to America. Bro, I always tell you to host. I don't care about hyping. No, you're stream. I don't want to make So? But if no. most people are in America, I'm fine with flying with hyping. No. You say that, but now that you're getting good, you're going to start dying. And you're like, this game's BS. I don't like this. This is just stupid. Yada, yada, yada. Huh. I mean, I just, I'm trying. I'm just trying. But yeah, so that's all I've been playing, honestly. I'm that. Wasteland 3 comes out very soon, Chris. You're going to be playing that? Yeah, why not? Do you even... I'll probably play it. It's an exclusive. <laughs> it. like, it's like, in exile, it's like, because it, now they're owned by Microsoft, it's like, oh yeah, I have to play it. I don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. It's co-op. I didn't realize it's a, there's co-op in Is it. Is it co-op? Apparently oh, so. I didn't know that. We're we going to shoot a let's play. Uh, oh, should I have the time? I gotta go. Uh, yeah. well, let's, you let's heard it here. Fix doesn't want to support my Xbox and me. Past this part. It comes out today. Is it out today? It's out. Wait, it can't be. No. I thought it was next month. No, August. Did it get delayed? It must have got delayed. Okay. Maybe I got my dates wrong. Hmm. I think my. The problem is, I missed my whiteboard. My whiteboards, I used to have, like, a cheat sheet of, like, all the game releases and, like, studio names and stuff like that. In this house, I have no cheat sheet. I need to make one. Got it. Got I need it. to make that. It got delayed. It got delayed to August. You're right, Dan, aren't you? You're right. I forgot. Um. Okay, moving on swiftly, Crash. Let's jump in to fix this sack. We've only got the one question because we didn't like Yami's question because he sucks. It comes in and says... Remember, you can email it myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com or ask a question on Twitter or obviously hit us up in the Discord, my Discord. Don't think Chris has added a section yet because he sucks. Uh, what do you mean I didn't add a section? Of course there's a section, just don't check. But of course there's a <laughs> Just don't check. <laughs> uh, just thought of one, uh, so I'm asking it now before I forget. How do you feel about big Easter egg tasks to unlock items in-game, like the new MP7 blueprint hidden in the bunker in COD Warzone, or the Phantom program in Battlefield 4 to unlock the bow, which was hidden in a secret room on a multiplayer map? Chris, what are your opinions on, like, in-depth Easter eggs and unlocks? I love this type of stuff. Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 does this to a degree, but Destiny 2 will let you know that there's, like, weapons you can get now. Um, in Destiny 1, they did this a lot where they would start, like, hinting at stuff and the community would get together and figure it out. I really like it. I think it does, it brings a lot of hype to a game. It adds some sort of longevity, right? There's mm -hmm. new stuff for you to go and chase. Um, I like Easter eggs stuff. It's generally, I'm a fan of it. The Nazi zombie Easter egg stuff is usually really cool. I'll usually watch a video for that, and I won't do it myself. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think a lot of that stuff's really interesting. It adds more to the game. It adds a cool little factor to the game, right? I think the important thing is that it's it, it builds upon that world, right? It builds upon that yeah. fan base. It builds... I, I see the negatives towards it, because if you're someone who doesn't know about it, then you're then left at a deficit, I guess. You can't get that blueprint. You can't get that item. You can't get this. But it's not for them. It's for the hardcore fans that want to... I think it's I think on this Call of Duty one, it's like there's a phone call in Russian, and there's numbers, and you go to those coordinates, and then those coordinates to take you to a bunker, and then the bunker, then you get... It's like... That's cool. Like, I love it when yeah. games do that. Like, GTA obviously had its famous one, which is like 
uh, you could jetpack all the way up into like a skyscraper or something. It's like there's no Easter egg here. Like I love that one, which is obviously just yeah. a fun Easter egg. But I like these more in-depth ones. I, again, I've never really been into a game that much if unless it was resident evil unfortunately the games i like are survival horror you don't get multiplayer survival horror games unfortunately but if i was in a community like that i, I think these are amazing personally yeah i'm kind of surprised um division hasn't had something like it i don't think division has that that love the way yeah the way other games do i feel like division one could have probably done it and it would have been pretty successful when it first came out i was in my bubble but people fell off of it really quick yeah i was in my bubble so i don't know so yeah that was from phil 556 by the way so thank you for the question phil keep them coming no questions of i don't want your questions of pick one game from this studio and bring it to xbox and i don't want the if you could remaster one game what game would it be guys we get that question at least once a week like we could only say simpsons hit and run so much like there's nothing more to add to it like i don't have any more what game pseudo do you want over here like it's just it's the same conversation yeah put a unique if, twist like, if on you it do wanna, i was gonna say if you do want to ask it like put a unique twist microsoft gets a new studio what franchise would you want them to work on or whatever just something something different something other than like... what remaster do you want like i don't want more remasters i want new ip so yeah there's yeah. that uh, first piece on this week's dashboard, we've got Xbox head uh, on how games in early development could see delays due to COVID. Uh, this one was from Logan Plant from IGM. Xbox's Phil Spencer has commented on some of the unfortunate realities and challenges game developers are likely facing during the COVID-19 pandemic, which could, uh, which could lead to some developers' delays. Speaking on talking games with Reggie and Harald, uh, Harold, sorry, hosted by former Nintendo of America president Reggie fils and journalist Harold Goldberg Goldberg Spencer followed up sorry I had to add that Spencer followed up on some recent comments uh, and said the projects uh, the projects early on in development may see the worst production setbacks quote any of the func any of the functions that actually require physical collaboration things like motion capture things like uh, sim symphonic 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 thank you capture some of this uh, some of that is put on hold spencer said i think on the game side things that are pre-content complete might be impacted more than things that are in post complete spencer added that microsoft has held uh has had to find new ways to distribute quality assurance kits for the new Xbox Series X. Despite these challenges, Spencer said Microsoft feels, still feels good about the Series X launching later this year. Quote, we worked hard. We, we've, <laughs> we've had to work through some challenges, but feel good about these timelines. Feel really good about this holiday, Spencer said. He's already come out and said this a couple of times, Crash, but I think it's just very good to reiterate with, like, we are expecting delays. Don't think there's not going to be delays. Delays are yeah. coming. Like, I feel like it's every platform he's on, he's repeating this, and I think it's important for him too. Yeah, no. So that, there's no point where people are like, oh, man, what happened to all the games that were supposed to come out? Or why they got so many studios, why aren't they working on stuff, right? Yeah. And it's also, like, a lot of those studios are newly acquired. Like, they've been acquired recently, so they'll probably see delays um yeah i mean this is all i i think this is to be expected right mm -hmm. i don't know 
Uh, nothing out of the blue here with this. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see how stuff gets impacted because I wouldn't be surprised if stuff that's already completed might possibly get some sort of delay just to fill out more of a time span and keep games coming over a course of time as opposed to having this really, really long drive period at some point. Yeah, I just think it's super important for Phil to keep saying this and for us to keep saying it on the podcast and for mm-hmm. Xbox fans as a whole to stay together on this this journey. We are expecting delays. Like, you can't yeah. live for a pandemic and all be sent home for a couple of months and expect nothing to change. Like, yeah. it might not be long delays, but there's going to be delays. And like you said, games like motion capture and stuff like that, just be prepared. And I think that's that's the important thing here. I hope there's still enough in Xbox's uh, portfolio that's going to tie us over. I hope they have yep. this one game that's just a smash hit that keeps me in. But we've got third parties. There's plenty of stuff coming out this year. So yeah. let's, just, let's just hope. Let's just hope. But yeah, but just keep it in mind. There is going to be delays. Yep. Next up, Xbox boosts a responsible gaming strategy with Family Settings app. Xbox has announced the launch of the Family Settings app, uh, covering the main f- uh, safety features available in its ecosystem, such as managing screen time and creating uh, content filters. It's now available uh, in public preview for all Android users, as well as 10,000 iOS users. The restricted number is due to Apple's uh, test flight rules. More features will be added later in the year when it fully launches. Quote, it's an important and exciting app, uh, exciting step for us. Uh, end quote. Corporation Vice President of Xbox Operations Dave McCarthy tells GameIndustry.biz during the presentation a demo in the app. Quote: This is an area that's near and dear to my heart, and. The introduction of this app is just another step in our journey around responsible gaming and giving our players, in this case, uh, parents and kids, some added tools that they can use to manage their online experience. This is really big. I know, like, to me and Ducrest, we don't have kids yet and stuff like that. This is nothing. But I know so many parents who struggle to get their kids off their Xboxes, off their iPads, off their stuff. The fact they'll be able to do this from an app now is going to be huge. Yeah, and I think it's that uh, quality of life again that we've been talking about it so much with Game Pass and features and blah blah. blah. It's just another one. It's like if a parent finds out about this and this is something they have over PlayStation, it's like and I can monitor it and I can see what they're. I'll, I'll buy that one. I'll buy that one. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's also kind of like funny because like we're getting at an age where like kids aren't like the only ones that know technology like when we were growing up i knew more about technology than my parents my yeah parents didn't know anything uh-huh. so even if something like this existed back then well, the i could all i could outplay them on a, yeah 100 you know uh where i think that this now will be a lot more effective than it was back then because even older parents are on facebook they're 100. using their phone more they're doing all this stuff mm-hmm. they're more invested in technology than they were but yeah this is cool this is this is dope like okay you only get two hours today did you do your homework yet no, okay, yeah, I'm turning off the Xbox. You can't play. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that, and it's that importance thing of like to have it there. I know plenty of parents are not going to do this. I know plenty of parents are still yeah. going to let their kids play Call of Duty and GTA just like I was when I was a kid. But I think it's important to have it there for Microsoft to say, "Well, the tools are there. If you're too lazy to use them, parents, that's down to you. But we yep. are willing to enable you and give you the tools to get this right." so it's also right on your phone it's not on the xbox cause exactly because the excuse xbox would be i don't know how to use an like, xbox yeah uh, uh the xbox already has some parental figure like stuff that you can already mess around with now it's just yeah. like 
yeah, just go on your phone and you can download do the app. You want Xbox, download so, yeah. the app and there you go. So I think it's very good. Next up, Xbox Series X pre-orders coming soon. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, Microsoft have put a uh, splash screen on their store um, with it saying the Xbox Series X is currently not available, but it's coming soon, Crash. Would you ever buy an yeah. Xbox directly from Xbox? Uh, Maybe. If like if supplies are low and I really wanted one, yeah. Yeah, but where would you go? Where's the first Series X gets announced? Pre-orders are available now. Nah. Where'd you go? Amazon. Amazon, me too. Yeah, Amazon. That's exactly yeah. where I'm going. I got the two-day shipping with Amazon, and with Amazon, like if you do the two-day shipping and you pre-order it, you get it the day it comes out. So it's like, yeah, no. It's yeah. Like Amazon. Amazon. Day one. You getting one day one? Ah, uh, I don't know yet. It's interesting. We're in such interesting times, man. Yeah. Where I'm talking yeah. to people, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm PC now, and I'm, I know I'm going to wait, and they haven't given me a reason, and this, that, and the other. I'm like, damn, it's, I'm interested. It's also like we're in coronavirus time, so like people's Everyone's money is broke, affected, yeah, and it's yeah. like, I haven't seen anything to like really make me be like, yo, I'm going to get this mm-hmm. instead of like whatever else you need. So, yeah. Um, if yeah. I, yeah, I hope they do like a, what was the project name for this one? For Series X, oh man, uh, Scarlet. Scarlet. No, Scarlet. no, was it Scarlet? Yeah, it was Scarlet. Scarlet, it was Scarlet, right? Scarlet, Scarlet. Scorpio was Scorpio the, was the uh, one I've got. The if they do, so I hope. Scarlet. Yeah, I hope they do a Project Scarlet edition of this. Yeah, and I will buy that day one, quick time. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Quick it'll be interesting time. to see if. And when I Halo's say supposed to be a launch title, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go on. Uh, with Halo coming out, it'll be interesting to see if they do a special edition for that, or if they'll want to wait a while before they do a special edition. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want it to be a Halo special edition. I want a, a Scarlet special edition, personally. Mm-hmm. I just having a Halo Xbox for me is just like, uh, okay, give me a Gears Xbox special edition. I'd buy that the one. Halo, <laughs> uh, the Halo edition would probably cost more than the because the Scarlet edition was the same price as the regular. Xbox, yeah, it was just the, the first. Corporate. I think it was just the first yeah. certain amount of people no. to get it. The Halo edition would probably be more expensive. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next up, Chris, we have some weird, interesting news, for me anyway. Uh, Dead by Daylight, a game that I enjoy, but Dead by Daylight's new Silent Hill crossover. First details on the Pyramid Head, new maps, and more. Dead by... uh, This one was written by Matt Kim at IGN. Dead by Daylight has announced its latest crossover collaboration, and this time, the collaboration is with an iconic horror video game franchise. Starting today on the public test servers, Cheryl Manson, is that how you say it? Cheryl Mason. Cheryl Mason. Sorry, I said Manson. Uh, Mason uh, and Pyramid Head from Silent Hill series are available on Dead by Daylight as the new survivor and killer repres- uh, re- respectively. Um, aside from a 2017 collaboration with Left 4 Dead that introduced Bill as a playable character in Dead by Daylight, Silent Hill is the first time a survivor and killer from another video game series has been added to Dead by Daylight. A new map will also be added uh, based on the Midwich Elementary School from Silent Hill, uh, from the first Silent Hill game. The new map will be playable for all players regardless of whether they buy the D- Silent Hill DLC or not. Okay, that's cool. Chris, I've got to say, this I'm not even a Silent Hill fan and I'm like, oh cool, a reason for me to go back to Dead by yeah. Daylight. I really like Dead by Daylight. I think it's a really really fun game. It's in Game Pass as mm-hmm. well which definitely helps. I'm definitely going to go back and play this. Definitely. Yeah. No, this is, Honestly, this is something that I'd go back and check out as well. A new killer, fair, new like, survivor. We liked the mm-hmm. game itself. It's like, okay, more content, I'm yeah. in. 
absolutely there's no reason not to obviously this is big news for silent hill fans as well because it's like konami it's tease, right? letting anything letting anything happen you've got to imagine it's a tease right yeah because there's been rumors going around about silent hill for a minute now yeah my question what if has what? nothing to do with silent hill though my question is okay. does capcom get on this and we get nemesis added or tyrant added no. because they've got their own online game i was gonna say Damn if it. they didn't have that then a hundred percent i'd be like capcom probably gets on this because capcom does a lot of that um yeah crossover with other companies mm-hmm. so i'd be like capcom for sure they'll do it they have no qualms not doing it you know uh but now they it, it gets in the way of their own game maybe if you give it a little time and it's not super successful uh maybe then they're like okay yeah we'll throw uh whoever it is nemesis or whatever i'd love nemesis nemesis and jill jill like jill from resident evil 3 that'd be dope it wouldn't be i don't know the survivor and the villain i don't think necessarily even have to coincide it'd be cool if they did though i agree and we got a resident evil map as well yeah it's never gonna happen it's never with with resistance out it's never gonna happen it wouldn't be the mansion no way Mansion, they would do uh oh man now you're saying they, they could would... do mr x police station and leon that would be dope i'd buy yeah. that in such a heartbeat as well i'd buy that instantly oh, damn how we're never gonna get it because stupid project resistance which sucks maybe I, who knows how long how will stay on it if it isn't successful i, I don't know who knows yeah. who knows um but Silent Hill, this is definitely a tease, right? We're going to get a new Silent Hill soon. I'd imagine, yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe Konami was like, oh, that's a pretty fat check. You want to <laughs> you wanna pay us to use our characters? Yeah. Sure. Who knows with Konami, to be honest. They could do. <laughs> oh, I see another Pinochinko machine being made. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. Who knows? Exactly. Who knows? Uh, next up, this year's Call of Duty is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, this yep. autumn, Call of Duty uh, Call of Duty game is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, according to the leak, backed up by Eurogamer's own sources. Uh, Call of Duty leaker Okami, 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 posted a mock-up box cover with the correct title on Twitter last night, which wasn't last night. It's fair to say this isn't the uh, artwork you'll see later on this year, but the title on the title is on the money. I don't really want to go into too much more of this. It's just interesting. I just keep yeah. recycling the names. Have they run out of names at this point? Is that is uh, that what's going no, on? I think they're I think they're doing the same thing they did with Modern Warfare, and they're like trying to be like. We're going back to the original and we're going back to like the games that you guys loved, right? So um, you think this will be a reboot? I know it suggests it and stuff like that. Would you think it will be? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay. I think even if it's not necessarily a reboot for the game itself, I think it'll be a reboot for Call of Duty conceptually from Treyarch's side, right? Because we've seen Infinity War. That's what Modern Warfare... Infinity War worked on this Modern Warfare, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see Treyarch with uh, Black Ops Cold War, sort of going back to boots on the ground and all that, all that good stuff. I don't want it. I don't care. I don't care. Mm, I with, want it. with War, I don't think you do. With Warzone out now, and it being its own I platform, do. are you really still going to pick this up? Because I don't want it for its multiplayer. So am I buying it That's just for how... a single player? Black Ops One. 
is my favorite Call of Duty multiplayer-wise. So if I see it, and they have Black Ops 1 guns and stuff like that, I, I would get it. Purely off nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. We, like, we also have a conversation where we're like, next Call of Duty, we're not going to get it. We're not going to get it. Then we see gameplay, and then we get it. No. To, yes. All right. Fine. Yes, you're right. You're right. But... Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, Warzone's not going anywhere. They've already said they're going to keep supporting it and stuff. Like, it's not going anywhere. It's doing really well. Yeah. Like, do I really... This is where they're in that weird place where it's like, they're going to cannibalize their own game. I don't think so. Okay. Because I don't think Warzone's double-tapping into what Call of Duty sells for. Because I, I don't think last Call of Duty needed Warzone to sell as much as it did. It didn't. It didn't launch with Warzone. No, you're you're 100% right. Didn't launch with Warzone. Like, like that's not a that's not a Call of Duty staple feature. That's multiplayer and single player. It's expanded into um uh Warzone into BRs. The only time that it would have cannibalized itself is when they released Warzone and they had Blackout. But Blackout was also super old, right? They're not doing that again. They're not releasing new BRs. They're going to keep updating this BR. So, that's there as a consistent state of hey, you guys should stay in the Call of Duty ecosystem instead of going to those other shooters and other games. Now, what are you going to invest in? Um, a Call of Duty multiplayer or a Battlefield multiplayer, right? Because yeah. Call of Duty, everything I do is going to carry over into Warzone. And when you're investing in a BR, what are you going to invest into? Warzone, because that'll carry over to my Call of Duty multiplayer. Yeah, you make a lot of sense. I get I get. I just, I just, I feel like I'm just at that point now where I'm like, I don't care about traditional multiplayer anymore. Like I don't, mm. I don't team deathmatch and stuff like that. Like I don't care. I want BR, but that is, okay. the, like I, I would much rather play a BR than a team deathmatch every single day of the week. Like if someone says to me, "What should we play today?" Let's play BR, like BR anything or Call of Duty multiplayer. I'll play any of the BR games, any of them, over, <laughs> over even PUBG, over uh, a traditional uh, team deathmatch now, which they're very different things. But yeah. I just think I prefer uh, the Battle Royale scheme now. That's fair. That's fair. Next up, Crush, uh, Kingdom Hearts TV show reportedly coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, I added this one for you. Ooh. Uh, Kingdom Hearts TV show is reportedly in development uh, for Disney+. Plus. According to a few entertainment industry journalists posted on Twitter, a TV show uh, adaptation of Square Enix video game series is in production. Uh, from, is it Emran Kaya? Kaya? Emray Kaya. Emray Kaya. I, I don't know how that would be pronounced, to be honest. We're, we're gone with it. Uh, I was originally going to publish this as an exclusive article, but apparently a few other insiders have heard about it too, so I'm just going to tweet it out. Tweet it out, I think. Uh, there is a hashtag Kingdom Hearts series in the works at Disney+. Plus. This is all in the same, uh, different tweets. Um, Disney originally wanted to make it, but it didn't work out, so Square Enix was asked to create a pilot using Unreal Engine. The series is most likely not live action, but CG animated, currently cast. They're currently casting. This is huge. This is this is very, 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 very big crush. Um I think this is gonna do very, very well for them. I think it's gonna yeah. bring a lot of eyeballs on the Kingdom Hearts re- uh, series. Yeah. Do you think we get another Kingdom Hearts game? Number one. Yeah. Do you think it will just be a reboot, a restart of it all? No. Wishful thinking from my behalf, then. 
I, I don't think they like restart everything. Okay. I think like they're they like at the end of the last game they teased the next game. I, I don't know. I've not played it, so I generally I don't. Yeah. I'm full, so they teased they teased future games. Gaia. They teased future stuff, so I I don't think that it ends here. They are like this last game was supposed to be the end of a trilogy, like the end. It's a quote-unquote trilogy because it's including all the handheld games and all that <laughs> stuff, trilogy right? With the 1.5 and the 2.6 and the 7.1 yeah. and the 9.9. Yeah, all those. I got you. Yeah. Um, so, theoretically, they do go into New York. They could launch a new protagonist. They could do a, a bunch of stuff that sort of, like, makes it fresh for people, but still keeping it, like, a continued running train where it doesn't stop. Yeah. Um, there's a few stuff they could, they could do, and I could see them doing. I really like, want to oh. like it. I just don't think it's for you. But I like Disney, and Hayley loves Disney. So? But that's that's a bad way to look at anything. I should like this because I like something else. That's a poor way to look at it. That means the next time a studio you like puts out a game, you should like it because it's that studio. Even if the game's bad. But I like it. I like that studio. Crash made me sad. Good. <laughs> Why are you so mean? Bad thought. Don't think those thoughts anymore. Fine. Are you excited for a TV show at least? I'll watch that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I imagine this will be very kiddy. Uh, probably not for me. You love kid stuff. Absolutely. Is, is the whole game not kid stuff? It is. But like, there's a difference between like the game. So <laughs> okay, yeah. let me explain. Let me explain, right? The game I've been playing for a very long time, and it's the characters I know, right? Yeah. So I'm connected to those characters, like like it or not. Sora's my boy. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, with this, they're casting, and if they're casting, I assume it's not going to be the main cast. I assume they're going to go for like a different. Oh, got you. It's not going to be who you game. want. Yeah, so it's like I'm not going to have any sort of attachment to like care about the TV show. Uh huh. And then it's just whether the TV show is good or not. And I'm not really a fan of kids' shows nowadays. Got ya. So. All right. Well, here we go, Crash. IGN Summer of Game Fest. Schedule, charity events, and more revealed. We've got plenty here. So yeah. strap in. Okay. June, June 4th, Summer of Gaming kicks off. Okay. That's all it says. Nothing, nothing else? Just... That's, that's what it's... Look, you've got the image in front of you as well. <laughs> I see it too. June 5th. IGN Expo debut. Game reveals, okay. trailers, gameplay demos, and developer interviews. Starts off with a pre-show, a charity stream of a Resident Evil free speed run um, by some person. Yeah. And then we got reveals. For those who are wondering, for those who are wondering, I'm not saying about the streamer because we had a little encounter in his chat once. I, I, I'm over it, but he was quite rude. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Reveals. Unannounced game uh, from uh, Funcom slash The Outsiders. Exclusive unannounced gameplay reveal with The out, uh, the Outsiders, uh, David Goldfob, which is weird. Okay. That's Goldfob's dad, I believe. Uh, then is we it got, really? I believe so, yes. Uh, oh. Next up, we, had, we got an unannounced game from Merge Games, which is uh, exclusive game reveal. Next up, unannounced game reveal, exclusive game reveal trailer. Then we got a trailer okay. for Werewolf the Apocalypse from uh, Nancom, Earthborn exclusive cinematic trailer. They've given us a lot of information here, Crash, which yeah. is what I'm trying to get at. Before I go into the rest of this, how do you feel about that? Knowing it all. I wish that they just said, they were like, this is how many exclusive, exclusive launches we have without any 
give away as to who it's from or who's attached to it or anything like that. I would prefer that. I don't think those studios would prefer that. Yeah. Because it gets people talking about the studios earlier and they'll probably get more eyes now when nothing's really happening and people have free time to check them out. Yeah. No, you're 100% so. right. So, okay, okay. Let me, before we keep going through this, because I don't think I'm going to read through all of it because there's a lot. Yeah. Are you going to watch all of this? Yes. At least the, I, it depends how it's done. Because, like, if the reveals are separate from everything else, I'll probably watch all the reveals. And then the other content, I'll pick and choose what I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but if it's all lumped up together, then I, I don't know. Probably just because the reveals are in there and I want to see the reveals. Fair enough. Then we got some gameplay. Uh, we got the Mang Mancos block party. You can get some gameplay from that. The Mortal Shell uh, Observer System Redux Samurai Jack. The Battle Through Time and Spell Break. You're getting gameplay through all of that. Then we move on to June 6th, which has a, a pre-show uh, charity pre-show with another speedrunner who I don't know, but Tomato Tomato Agus. Shout out to him. He's going to be speedrunning uh, some Fallout. Uh, then we got another stream from a partner and publisher showcase, PC Gaming Show. There you go. Uh, then you've got the Gorilla Collective, which is what kind of funny we're working on, showcase day one. June 7th, you've got the Gorilla Showcase Collective day two. And the rest, I'm going to leave for you all to go and find yourself. Will I be doing a reaction stream to all this? Yeah, more than likely, because there's content. So it allows me just to sit down and not have to play mm. games and just talk. So me and Gresh, I'm sure he'll be doing a reaction. I'll be doing a reaction. If you want to come react with us, twitch.tv slash mcfixer and twitch.tv slash crushnick. <laughs> no, you got it right. I think I got, got it, right. it right. There's multiple days. It goes all the way through till June uh, 24th, Crash. June 24th. Yeah. That's a lot of days. Yeah. To be... It's a lot of days, but it's also here's this cluster of days, then here's this cluster of days, then it sort of gets sporadic, and it's back to here's this cluster of days. I'm very much looking forward to the IGN, IGN icons part with David Hayter. He's doing an interview about uh, Metal Gear and stuff. That's going to be cool. Yeah, that'll Th be interesting. There's also more to come on this as well. You've got uh, Blizzard, EA, uh, Arcade One Up, Facebook, Oculus, Google, Stadia, Square Enix, Ubisoft, and Xbox all to still announce more to this. So yeah, so that's probably where those like missing days come in. Like yeah, oh, this is what's happening here, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so should be interesting. Should yeah. be interesting next up fast and furious crossroads been delayed oh no fast and furious crossroad the video game set in the same universe as the fast and furious movie has been delayed from may to later this summer it's getting released august 7th 2020 i don't want to talk about it crash you don't want to talk about it the game looks awful why have you oh, seen it it's like the best game i've ever seen oh okay you're trolling. I like it. All right, that's fine. I first of all, I don't care about Fast and Furious. I love I Fast and Furious. I love Fast and Furious. Like, this game I, could look good, and I wouldn't care about it. So I'm not a person to have an opinion on this. Got it. Um, but it looks like a PS2 yeah. game. Yeah. It's. I mean, VO is awful. Yeah, but there's a lot of times where you'll get an actor to do. VO and they're not great at doing VO, right? Because doing VO is a talent in and of itself. Not everybody can do everything just because people aren't that skilled. Not everybody's that skilled, right? Yeah. 
and when you get people with VO who can't do it, it's very it's very apparent that it's bad. And then if it's on an ugly game on top of that, it's, it's even just worse. Even worse, yeah. Because you could get away with like not great VO on a game that looks really good, and you're like, that sounds a little bit out of place. But hey, the game looks good. Tom, what are you doing? Oh, it's just like, get out of here. This game looks trash. Can you believe they let this end the Game Awards one year? A, a big check, bro. It's Fast and Furious. You know how big that check had to have That been. check was huge, you're right. Yeah. That check might it pay ha- for the whole show. Maybe. It, ha- it had to be a huge che- check. Because, like, Jeff Keighley's a gamer, right? He likes games. I don't think he looked at that. He was like... <laughs> That's what people want to see. That's what we're going to end it with. That's the difference between business politics. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't blame him. Like, that's not something I hold against Jeff Keighley for that. Like, I just want to let everyone know I'm not giving this game a platform anymore. It's not happening. So you're not talking about it anymore? Okay. Like Anthem, right? About what? What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No Man's Sky is landing in Game Pass in June 2020, so shout out to that. We've got the top 10 games in the UK, Box Sales, Final Fantasy VII Remake number 1, Call of Duty Modern Warfare number 2, FIFA 20 number 3, Animal Crossing New Horizon number 4, Resident Evil 3 number 5, Forza Horizon 4 number 6. Continues to sell, man. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 7 number 5, which is wild considering that was free on PC. Anyone with a PC could have downloaded that. Yeah, it still sold gangbusters. They probably, like... Already bought. They got it on PC as well. Probably everybody who bought it was like, "I'll have it on PC." I'll also. have it both. Uh, Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft. Sorry, Mario Kart Eight dub, uh, Deluxe uh, Number Eight. Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order. No, Jedi Fallen Order. Sorry, Number Nine and Persona Five Number Ten. Games with gold this month, Chris. They just got announced. So let me go find them because we've actually not missed it. Usually we do the show, and as soon as the show is ended. As soon yeah. as the show has ended, we, it comes out, games with gold. Yeah. Usually. But no, not this time, which is nice. Games yeah. with One of the days gold. we even did the show late, for some reason, and it came out afterwards as well. Still goss. Still goss. Uh, you have got... Let me copy it in. Let me copy it in. There we go. Shanty and the Pirate Curse, June 1st to June 30th. Coffee Talk, June 16th to July 15th. And Sin... 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 Is it just Sinner? Mora? Sinamora? Is that right? Uh, Sign Mora. Sign Mora. Okay. Sinamora. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Uh, June 16th to June 30th. And Destroy All Humans, June 1st to June 5th. Dave Crash. I'm excited for Coffee Talk. You should play it. It's good. It's worth Game of the, yeah. t- game of the Year talk. It's worth it. Definitely okay. play it. Yeah, I'll definitely, definitely play it. it. They came out this year, so definitely play it. Yeah. Um, Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it, Crash. What you got to plug this week, dude? Twitch.tv forward slash MCFix. Great streams over there. I, you know what? You suck. Shut up, fool. Uh, <laughs> you have to plug yourself. You can't plug me. It's the rules. No, it doesn't. It says a plug, plug, plug. So I'm plugging. Remember to email in or write your question in the Discord right now for next week's show. Uh, you can find my Discord in my Twitter bio, my Twitch. It's all out there. It's all out there. You can find it. I've also been slacking on posting up there to ask questions yeah me too me too it, it shouldn't all be on us but it's definitely partly on us yeah definitely where we haven't been that great at that also the shout out Zyga real quick Zyga ain't been putting it out on Twitter either Zyga where's the articles yeah. Zyga what's going on 
Zagger, why aren't you like carrying my Xbox with you right now? Not like what we had. Doing? Not like we tried to get five people involved and only one did the work. But that's Zagger. Where you been? That's beside the point. Where we you don't been? pay you the big bucks for you to do this. <laughs> we don't pay you nothing to do nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got nothing to plug either. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Um, I'm working on some stuff. I'm working on some stuff. What does that mean? What stuff? I don't know if I want to announce it. Yeah. We've got, oh, we no, should have, we should have episode oh, no. 250's guest. Should be booked in, in the bag. Should be okay. But I don't want to announce oh, it just no, in case. It. No. Oh, announce it. No. Oh, no. No, nah, if you was in my Twitch chat, you'd know, but... Oh, I know who it is. I know you know. Oh. I'm just saying... <laughs> you're saying that to me. I'm talking I was to like, the audience. We do about? a podcast, bro. It's not just us talking to each other. There's people listening podcast to this. Podcast is a conversation between two people. Yeah, but a lot of people or listen to people. that conversation. Yeah, but then... It, you know what? You're not wrong, but I'm just not going to agree with you. <laughs> Until next time, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye.